everybody, and welcome to Engaged and Direct. Karina here, your host, and today I have a super, 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 super special guest with me. Um, we're going to be doing a Real Life Stories from the Rec Desk right now because this person I had the pleasure, the absolute pleasure of working with um, when we opened up a luxury retirement community together and she jumped on as my assistant and we were two peas in a pod right from the very beginning oh. until she decided to ditch me but <gasps> to grow her career in the best way possible. Everybody welcome Haley Kelderman. Thank you for coming on Engaged in Rec. It's been far too long. You should have joined me a year ago. I know. Okay. First off, I didn't, I didn't, nev I never ditched you. Main <laughs> contact this entire time. <laughs> I'm going to say that you ditched me because uh, it was great. It we had so much fun. We really did. Like we started this place from the ground up. It was like the two of us. We were, remember team tall and small? Yeah. Oh, so good. So for our listeners out there, Haley is quite taller than me. And <laughs> so we were team tall and small. And one for Halloween, what were you? You were a giraffe and I was yes. a mouse. You were here. Yes, yes, yes. And everyone, I took off my antlers at one point and everyone thought I had just really weird rash on my face. <laughs> all of those little dots on my face did look like a giraffe. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we go way back. It was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I know that there's quite a few listeners that I have that are brand new to working in different environments. So we may have some people that are going into independent living or assisted living or memory care or day programs or long-term care, whichever. But because you and I started at independent living, opening a building... Mm -hmm. I think that we should touch on that a little bit because we were together for a little while and we learned a lot. <laughs> we learned a lot in a short period of time. I think we had to. We had to be so like we, we had to just mold to whatever the day needed all of the time. Like they would throw things at us, the residents and the staff and, you know, all of upper management. And we would just kind of go with the flow. Mm hmm. And it was, yeah. it was incredible. I, I would never change the experience that we had for anything. So what are some things do you think that you would pass on to somebody that's just entering or opening a building? We'll stick with opening a building first because you've opened multiple now, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. So I, I helped um, open up the um, independent facility that we started Um and I'm going to say that you were very much my mentor through it. And we were, you know, we, we went and we did so, so much. I can't even think about everything that we did. Um, but, it, and then I started, I started um, a different program already at the very small hospital in a small town, very rural community. Um, and, you know, I think that the biggest thing that you really have to to know when you're going into some somewhere that's new to you or somewhere that's new to a community is that you really have to be very um, adaptable. You mm -hmm. have to, you know, go with whatever everyone's talking about. You have to just, um, you know, communicate what your strengths are. And especially knowing your population is huge. Huge. You have to know, you know, like your own strengths and the needs of your participants that you have, I say participants, residents, um, interchangeably. So, yeah. um, 
you know, their needs and what you can bring to the table and, you know, where that happy medium is between the two. Um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I was just thinking that I remember at the very beginning because we didn't know any of our residents that were moving in. Like when you have a brand new yeah. facility, you have no idea what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And so you have to learn really quickly what types of things that they like. But a lot of the times they don't even know what they're there for, what they want mm -hmm. at that time. Right. And it's interesting to see the dynamics form of the residents that are coming into the building. Like you get to really watch all of the the dynamic of people and the personalities that are like clicking together or are totally not clicking together. <laughs> We've seen that as well. And it's just really interesting because like we're always told as rec therapists is like, learn your residents, follow like figure out programming, make mm -hmm. it adaptable. And at the very beginning, you're like, I have no idea what to put on my calendar. It's so, right it's so true like especially at the beginning we I think we had two residents for like a week yeah yeah <laughs> so we, were, we just went up and did the assessment with them and we brought them calendars and we you know highlighted the things that they might be interested in and it was it was fantastic um and then all, our our portering I mean you don't really do a lot of portering in retirement but it was so easy. Just go up to the room and get, you know, those two people. Um, and then gradually it increased and it was, it was such a good experience there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fa fantastic. And I got to learn so much from you and all of your, your wonderful um, mental Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one thing that I learned when I was working in independent living that I didn't really do when I was in long-term care before mm -hmm. was really incorporating the residents into the planning of the calendar. Like, do you remember when we used to bring down our calendar downstairs to the theater and we'd put it up on the big board and be like, okay, this is everybody's calendar. Yes. Where do you want to see things happen? Do you want tea on Tuesdays at two or what would you rather, you know? Yeah. It was so different than working in long-term care or memory care. And I think that you can probably touch on this because that's kind of where you're working right now. Mm -hmm. How are the, how does that differ for you? What have you noticed? Well, I, I remember doing those meetings and I think they were like the creative calendar chats with the residents in retirement um, facilities. And it was um, like the ones that we would do, the residents would actually have opinions and they would voice them sometimes, you know, um, and then in, and they would be very specific. Like we, we want happy hour every day. We want, um, these musicians to come in and then I I bring it to my residents. Currently I'm in a very small um rural um retirement home with a memory care floor as well. Um and they they don't really have a lot of opinions on uh, on the things that we're putting on the calendar. So I, I'm asking a lot of open-ended questions. What do you want to see on the calendar? What things would you like to continue on? Is there things that you would like to do or you remember doing in the springtime that we could do here? Um, and they don't really have those opinions. So I'm, I'm oftentimes just reviewing their assessments and calling family members and asking them, mm -hmm. well, do you think that mom or, 
or dad or grandma, grandpa, whoever um, would be interested in in doing these things. And and I actually found out that one of the residents who um, is very much she does not really want to come to any programs she is a fantastic gardener and without asking her family and reading through her assessment um i i wouldn't have known that at all so i was able to bring her out we had um an intergenerational program this past week um where we had a bunch of kindergarten kids come in and they all helped us plant um all of the plants and the herbs that um we have in our memory care garden and she was just loving life she oh, would, that's so great. Yeah. And you get to see those smiles and those laughs and it just makes your day, makes your heart happy. And the the family actually came by as well and they got to see that. So it was a very meaningful experience, not only for, for us and everyone else who knows her, but for her as well. So, yeah. Uh, so what other things have you been up to since you and I have been together? Because now it's been like a couple of years, I would say. Year okay. and a half? two years has it been that long yeah oh yeah for sure over a year for sure I would say two years almost I was done I yeah oh that's awful crazy are we we getting old I think so well (laughs) that the pandemic happened so like that didn't we didn't really have those two years that's so true and we were we went through like the beginning of the pandemic like they were closing schools when we yeah when we were still together um, at the home. So isn't that crazy? Do you remember when all of this was going down and we're like, should we be planning? Should we not keep planning? We were in the middle of planning yeah. uh, the gala, a giant gala at oh, that time. Yeah. Remember that way back? And then we were like, oh, I don't know if this is going to happen. And then it was like the week after everything shut down. Mm-hmm. So it didn't happen. But um, that's yeah, so right and- at the very beginning. And weren't we making like um, weekly calendars at that point? Yes. We didn't know if we could have entertainers come in, if we could have, you know, like the daycare next door come in and do their pro. It was mm-hmm. easy. Um, and I mean, some homes are still going through that. And I, I feel for them because that's it, it's so difficult to do like the room to room interactions as well. Um, the residents obviously need it. But mm-hmm. it's something that, you know, you might you'll you'll see all the residents in one day, hopefully. And um, yeah, the days just the days just don't uh, they don't they don't go by very quickly at that point. They're kind of long. <laughs> no, it was so hard. And I think that it really affected a lot of the people that were working in any of those environments throughout that time, just because it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. you know and I remember there at one point I was like there's no light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> we're <laughs> like going to be in this position we're always going to have to wear the masks yeah the, so the vaccine uh, not yet either yeah no they, it was nothing at the beginning we oh. were like brand new had no idea what we were getting into or what we were doing and I didn't even wild. know if we're gonna be working anymore because of it like remember I didn't know if um we were counted as essential services or not. Mm-hmm. So stressful. That was the scary part is because at the very beginning, they had kind of dabbled between whether rec was essential or not. And that's so hard <laughs> to hear because we try to advocate so much for our profession yeah. for them to be like, 
I don't know if this is needed. Can you imagine if the residents or older adults had gone three years without recreation therapy? I don't even want to think about that at all. I, I, we couldn't even do so, so much that it was so limiting for us and we could still yeah. go to the community and I mean, the residents, they were scared. I mean, we all were, but they, especially as immunocompromised, many of them, at least, um, uh, they, they really couldn't go out into the community. They didn't feel safe to. Yeah, it was a tough time for everybody, but I'm so glad that I had you <laughs> with me and you and I just kind of figured it out as we went. We really did. It was like every day that we would watch you know, the, the news and see what restrictions we had going on every single day. <laughs> yep. And things would change on the flip of a dime. Yes. Yep. That's so true. I rem- <laughs> was this before or yeah, this was before or during um, the time that you got your, your purple dinosaur costume. Oh, probably during <laughs> because we needed that. We needed <laughs> some, yeah, we needed some happy. And so we were gung-ho costumes because why not keep people happy that way? It was funny. It was so funny. And you went around and saw everybody. It was the funniest thing. Oh, I love that. Then there was, was like, blast. Your, yeah, and then your mom made all of those costumes too. Mm-hmm. She's the queen I, of costumes. <laughs> my mom is the queen of costumes and she's probably going to be listening to this. So thanks mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I want to talk about for a second. Remember the very beginning when we did the trip around the world? Oh my gosh, yes. It feels like it was so long ago now, but yeah. let's talk about it. <laughs> do you want to share? Do you want to share what we did? Um, so when we did our assessments, um, when residents were first moving in, of course, we have to do our, um, our introduction and assessment um, period. So we had noticed that a lot of the residents had put that their, that their wish in life, like their bucket list item, was that they still really wanted to travel and see the world. Um, so Karina had the wonderful, beautiful idea of taking some of the vacant rooms that we still had. Um, and turning them into different countries and collaborating with the um, culinary department and making sure that they, you know, could help out and, and get all of these wonderful foods from all these different countries. So um, we also had all of the costumes as well. And residents, you know, could go into one room and they would visit Canada and then they would go into the next room and it was France. And, you know, we started off in the in the theater room and we brought them all the way up to the penthouse suites and they were able to to visit all the different countries with our flight attendant you dressed up as a flight attendant and we put in the elevators those uh like airplane holes so it looked like they were looking out into clouds (laughs) I forgot about that oh that was so funny yeah we all had suitcases we brought them room to room there was music playing it was like it was cool so many things going on. Um, <laughs> I remember beforehand, I'm like, let's do all of these different countries. And the rest of the team's like, like in one room, we'll just do like different tables. And I'm like, no, no. let's transform each room. <laughs> let's transform eight rooms. And they were like, you're nuts, but okay, let's go and with it. You're like, yes, get used to this. <laughs> get used yeah. to and all my ideas. Because <laughs> that was like so brand good. new at the very beginning. 
nobody really knew each other and you were coming in like hey you're gonna wear this costume today and they were like okay who's okay person (laughs) (laughs) it was so good oh and the rest loved it and the family members who came in were like shocked that this was done yeah it was fantastic (laughs) it was so cool oh man so fun okay so what's something then that you still want to do with your programming I mean you've probably done a lot of things so far so what's something that you still would love to do oh this is a really this is really good um so I because I started well we were together for quite a while and then the pandemic hit and then I I had moved to a management position in a, in a very small hospital floor. Um, and then I, and then I moved into a retirement setting and then I'm, I'm in a different retirement setting now, but <laughs> I feel like I just keep hopping, but it was mostly, you know, like contract work here and there. So, um, and but, you learn each time. Uh, yes. And you have to just, you know, think on the fly with so many things. Um, let's see. Oh, this is kind of embarrassing that I'm still thinking of so many things. Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I'm kind of, I'm still really wanting to do like a big theme for mm-hmm. um, like big theme days. My big one that I'm thinking for the summer is um, like a big carnival theme. Oh, yes. Big carnival theme party, um, getting like music involved and everything as well. Popcorn. Pop. Cotton candy everything like games i want like what are those um like the the games all for the kids to to play with as well like all the grandkids Mm -hmm. down um yeah i don't know there's still so so much and i feel like as soon as i go on pinterest i have like four new boards in like one afternoon that i'm constantly (laughs) creating um I'm yeah, that's a really good question. I'm thinking of all the ones that I've done before, but something new. Ooh. Somebody asked me that recently <laughs> and they said like what theme do you still want to do that you haven't done and I'm I'm thinking back because now it's been, I don't know, 14 years or something that I've been in the field. Uh, and so I'm like I feel like I've done every single theme. Yes. Like yeah. That's- I don't know. You remember the the one year we were trying to come up with um, a theme for culinary week and I was just listing off like every theme that I could think like 50s, 60s. Um, there were so many different ones that we thought of. And then I said like, oh, a space theme. Oh, that was fun. That was really fun. But I haven't done one since. That would be another really good one. Uh, and we did... Our culinary team is out of this world. Out of this world. And they all got like galaxy themed and like we, what? Moon else? pies. Moon pies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. That was. Oh, and I, so we fun. made them glasses with their name on them and a star and yeah. filled it with candy, filled it with um like pop rocks and things, didn't yeah. we? Or something like that. Yeah. You got it, your cricket, your trusty cricket. Yeah. And- made everyone a glass and put little treats in it it was so good and they loved it they loved that ah, so many cool things <laughs> is there I any love- like, what so what was your answer to to themes that you still want to do can you think i of- don't know 
I feel like I've done a lot of themes. Like oh, my favorite all time favorite, and yeah. you you won't think that it's my favorite, but it is is Camp Week. Camp Week is like I would do you, Camp Week every week. You are something else when it comes to Camp Week. You go like full camp mode. You're like camp counselor, camp, like, right there. <laughs> I used to be a camp counselor. I know it's perfect. So you had <laughs> the um, the the fire going, and all the residents could like roast marshmallows and hot dogs. Yes, and beforehand, I I was like, okay, we're gonna do a weenie roast, and everybody was like, eh, a weenie roast. We have a barbecue, and it was like, it is not the same thing. It's everybody not- needs to get out there and put a weenie on a stick and do it themselves. Yes. That's camping. <laughs> Get some yeah. s'mores. You'll be happy as soon as exactly. S'mores. Yeah, yeah. They love that. You were so you were so excited about that one. That one was really good. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you can do every year too. So like July is usually when I did it. July August, and so that's coming up. It is. It is. It is. So everybody that's listening, get your camp counselor hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh like, fun like campfire songs those so yeah those so so fun or i've used to make um you get these bananas and then you cut them open and you put you stuff yeah. them with marshmallows and chocolate chips and whatever else you want and then you wrap them in tin foil and then if you don't have a fire just throw them in the oven until they're all mushy and then they're yeah. delicious i remember i did it i did that with them and i I don't remember. I think I think some of them knew about it, but had never had one. And so oh, we put good. it all in, and then they came back after lunch, and they devoured them. Like, I thought they were going to eat the tinfoil. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to the States this weekend. So if anybody's listening from the Ooh. States, you have these amazing things that are marshmallows that have chocolate stuffed in them <gasps> already. Are you serious? Like- yeah, how easy is that for s'mores? <laughs> that's like the that's the most exciting thing. You just made my week with that right there. I know. We can't <laughs> get them here in Canada. But they the states have the best treats. Do any of your listeners want to send us? They send us. Some send us send us some marshmallows. <laughs> 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 request. <laughs> we don't want anything else, just marshmallows, please. Yes, that's all. We don't ask for much here. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. All right, so there's a couple other things that I want to touch on with you. Of course. Because um, I have quite a few listeners that have gone from an assistant role to a management role. So I want, <laughs> and I've done this too, obviously. Um, but I want to hear your perspective on going from an assistant role with such a mean, horrible boss oh, to... <laughs> to your own management role and how that looked for you and changes you made that you you saw when you were an assistant that you were like "Ah, if I was manager I'd do it this way tell me about it how did it all work out well we had a I feel like we had a really good relationship when when we were working together like we were together every single day almost of the week yeah (laughs) and when we we weren't together we were sending each other ideas of things that we wanted to do so I feel like we always had like a really good open communication mm-hmm. um, you know if something was happening with a resident that um like was out of the norm I could let you know and we could chart about it and it would be it was it was so it was such a good relationship that we had and then going from that 
and like leaving the nest to working in my own management role, it was so strange. And I remember asking you quite a few times for advice on things and help basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was, it was, it was a really struggling time. I remember coming up with my very first calendar and I thought, well, what if no one comes? What if nobody comes to my program? What if I'm just, you know, hanging out by myself and, you know, they're all not really interested in what I'm providing. So the biggest advice that I have for anyone who is going into a new role is just go sit with the residents, immerse yourself in all of their stories, their history, um, you know, ask what they what they used to like to do. And, you know, maybe they can't do it anymore, but maybe they can do you know, something with some adaptabilities to it as well. So I, it's just, um, you know, get to know your people and don't just do what the last person did either. <laughs> you know, yeah. we oftentimes get um, compared to, well, the last therapist did it this way. You know, you have to be creative and you, you're not going to be the exact same as the last person either. So um getting getting to know your residents but getting to know yourself and getting to know yourself as a manager is Mm -hmm. um it's a whole other ball game so just take your time get to know the people the other managers as well um you know you, you you spend almost more time at work than you do at your own house so i feel like it's a really important um thing to become comfortable in your role and it doesn't have to happen overnight you're going to try a few things and and they might not work out, but in the long run, as long as most of the time they won't work. Yes, (laughs) Let's be real here. (laughs) Yeah. But something that you said years ago now, because we, we have, we were known each other for years. um, You told me that as long as we make one person smile, that's, that's the goal. Mm -hmm. As long as, you know, that was, and that's always really stuck with me. So you know, I always go into every day thinking, well, can I make like, how can I make one person smile today? And, you know, if you can walk back out of the building at the end of your shift, you know, as long as you've made one person smile, you've done your job. Yeah. Yeah. Something I've also learned over time, Mm -hmm. because when I first started in the field, I was very, like, work, 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 work kind of thing, like always working. I was working while I was at work. I was Pinteresting when I was at home. I was cutting things out with my kids. I was like constantly, like my head was always in work mode. And it Mm -hmm. took me so long to learn that it's okay to shut off. And like, that's so hard. And people are constantly like, oh, I don't have enough time in the day. So I have to bring everything home and you know, and it took Mm -hmm. me forever, probably like, I don't know, 12 years to be able to be like, you know what, if I don't cut these things out, it's not the end of the world. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yes, it's so, so true. And like, you know, relying on other team members, like, oh, maybe someone at the front desk can help cut these out. Well, yes. Yeah. So that was, I think, a lot of times people that are in our position are like, I have to do everything by myself. Yes. Yeah. Not true. Rely on your team members as mm-hmm. much as you can, but it's so true in that, you know, like I, 
maybe we get a bad rep because we're the fun people and you know it, oh it doesn't you can you can work from home because you're you have fun all day like, yeah you know, that's not how it goes exactly it goes at all so oh. and people also don't don't see the part where we're really listening to all these other people and we're doing all of our assessments and all of the behind the scenes kind of work that nobody sees at all those kind of things can be mentally exhausting and oh, so yeah. when you come home like you need to be able to fill your cup back up it's so so true is there anything that you're doing right now to fill your cup back up I started journaling a lot Did, really mm-hmm Oh. So I've been journaling a lot and I've been trying really hard to do meditations. Um, but I do them at nighttime, so I end up usually falling asleep. So I need to do them earlier in the daytime. But my journaling is my favorite. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of it gives me some calmness. I put on some nice tunes and sit outside if it's nice out. Just like fill my cup back up. What do you do? Um, well, Are you filling your cup? You better be filling your cup back up. Um, I'm filling my coffee cup up constantly. <laughs> <laughs> but not I, what I mean. <laughs> no, I know we're so we're so bad with this too. I feel like especially in this field. Um, but no, I've been trying to go out for walks. I mean, my sister just had twins. My brother just got married. No! It's, no, there's so much going on. It's wow. like, I'm, I get to, you know, fill my cup up in so many different ways, you know, it's so exciting. It's such a good point in life. But, um, I think, yeah, just taking a lot of time and making and checking in with yourself and, you know, making sure that you're okay at the end of the day too. But Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Haley, it's been so good to catch up with you today. I know. I, I miss you. <laughs> I miss you so much. We need to do this more often because, okay. like, I learn from you all the time, and you taught me a lot being a manager. Um, and it's just been a great experience with you. Back at you. It was. It was so much. I look back at our time, our our time together. That sounds like we're like <laughs> years old. I look back at the the wonderful times that we had together and all of the the smiles we got to create and it was it was such a good time that yeah, we it was there yeah yeah wouldn't yeah. change it for the world and you were such a good manager and yeah I don't know you you were well, right. I had a good assistant so it was perfect uh, it was okay she's fine <laughs> <laughs> well thank you thank you thank you for coming on engaged in rec and sharing oh. your story with all of our listeners for another episode of real life stories from the rec desk which are kind of my favorite because we just get to talk to regular rec therapists that are doing awesome things and learn from each other so i know i love listening to them too all of the ones that you've you've done i i feel again i feel like a stalker all i do is listen to your podcast it's like number one on my spotify yes Yay. awesome share it out to people i want more people to come on engaged in rec so that we can have conversations like this there you go there you go awesome well thanks again and i hope that you have a fabulous evening you too all right we'll see you later thank you thanks for having me <laughs> you are so welcome bye bye <laughs>